Hello ladies and gents, welcome to another episode of Acting Inspired with me, Lewis Goody. I know, right? Another episode. I'm on form, week by week, smashing them out. God, I shouldn't have said that, I'm going to jinx it for next time. Anyway, today's guest is a wonderful woman called Helen Soren, who I first met when I joined the National Youth Theatre back in the Disney, and then again when she came to Guildhall whilst I was in the second year, I believe, and this will be the first time I've seen her for ages, and a lot has happened and a lot has changed. Helen does so much, and I think her, her the, the body of work that she does for herself is so impressive that I had to have her on Acting Inspired because she is very inspiring. She is an actor, a comedian, radio show host, a mum, and we are also going to be chatting to Claudette, who is a baby who makes awesome fart noises throughout the podcast, I might add. So enjoy those because I certainly did while I was editing it and while I was there. It was awesome. Um, So without further ado, I bring to you Helen Soren. Take a trip on the canal if you want to have fun. Second baby on my podcast. Nice. <laughs> Joining in, introducing herself. Thank you, Claudette. <laughs> Not in a way. <laughs> she's only five months old. She can't talk yet, but she's, yeah, she's, she will make her presence felt. She's, oh. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> awesome. She's always welcome. Um, so, so uh, yeah, it's so funny. I say this every time. I always feel really awkward at the beginning because I don't really know how to... Uh, start them off maybe okay. you could give me some tips from your radio time oh from my radio show i always say i well the words of julie andrews lewis yeah. let's start at the very beginning let's it's a very good that. place to start it is um we did we didn't have time to start 33 years ago that's true i yeah i don't know do, should we chat about what i do creatively or have done and, yeah so yeah. okay uh, i'm being silly I, I i know what i want to ask you um, what do you want to ask me well so i met you I, I feel like I remember meeting you when I, I stewarded somehow on some National Youth Theatre auditions. I don't know if I came to London just to do that, which would be really weird, and I'm thinking it can't be that, but it might have been. And Sounds I remember right. meeting you, um, and I think maybe you were telling me like what we do and stuff, and I was on a panel with... Uh, not on a panel, I was bringing people into a panel for... I can't remember. Um, but it doesn't matter. Uh, but, yeah, so I, what... Are you from London? No, you're not. No, from Wiltshire. But I came to London in 2005 when I graduated from Exeter University. Oh, cool. Um, so, yeah, so for those first few years after graduating, I worked for National Youth Theatre. And I'm, I, I don't remember when it was either, but it's definitely through that, isn't it, that we first met? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then somehow both ended up at Guildhall. Yeah. Um, what, what led you to... Did you always want to be an actor, or what? What led yeah. you to MIT and working for those? The, well, those it was a way of getting to London to begin yeah. with, and then I just fell in love with the job. It's yeah. such an awesome charity, such an amazing company, and weirdly enough, it's where I met my husband. Oh, wow. This baby is an MIT baby. Oh my god! Um, yeah, when I was seventeen, I met Key um, doing our our own course. So then, when I graduated from Exeter, um, one of the girls from my course was working for National Youth Theatre at the time, and she was like, "You're." you'd be great at this company management role, why don't you come and you know interview for it? So I met them and interviewed, and, and that's what I started out 
um, doing with National Youth Theatre was company management, so looking after projects, essentially. Yeah. You know, uh, plays that were either in the West End or um, outreach programmes that we were running with um, young people across the country. Um, and then eventually, after a year or so, became um, the artistic director's assistant. Um, and that was such an interesting role because... You know, whereas I'd thought, oh, okay, I'm going to come to London, I'll, I don't know, I'll get some headshots done and I'll get an audition somehow. <laughs> um, I, I ended up getting into this role that meant I was meeting writers, directors, um, you know, Paul Raisby and John Hogarth were so brilliant at trying to create new writing that for young people that was about the zeitgeist was Raisby's kind of, yeah, yeah. you know, you know, that was his thing um, <laughs> that you were always trying to find like, what are people talking about? What do people want to be debating and discussing? Yeah. Um, so it was such an interesting role and so creative for me working alongside those two. John left shortly, pretty shortly after a few months after I started the role. And so I worked with Raisby for a few years um, Paul Rosby, who who's still the artistic director and CEO, yeah, um, of National and it was just an amazing. I'm just putting Claudette down. That's why I've gone <laughs> further away. Um, yeah, an amazingly creative role. But anyway, then if you remember that show, I'd do anything, and the Sound of Music one, yeah, yeah. the Maria one. So I auditioned for both of those. Wow. Because I think there was like a little bug in me that was like, you want to be on stage, go and audition. So that was never... That was while I was working for MIT. Acting was never like the sort of... Pl- so, but you did an MIT course prior know, to that. yeah, and it was kind of the plan, but I think I just didn't really know how to do it. And yeah. I'd been to uni and I didn't know really how to get into it. All I knew was stuff happened in London. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. I kind of needed to just be in London. Yeah, that's That's it. all I really knew. What, uh, what did you do at uni? Drama. <laughs> it's not very varied, my no, life. No, not at all. No, it's great. Yeah, I, mean, I uh, did drama. Drama X was awesome. Yeah, I, I met some amazing people there. Yeah, well, that's cool. Um, cheers, Claudia. Yeah, Claudia's joining in. <laughs> um, she agrees. So you you worked at MIT and then um, and then I I didn't see you. I mean, we didn't know each other that well. So yeah. then I didn't see you again until you started at two thousand and nine. Two thousand nine. Yeah. So while I was working for Paul Raisby uh, and National Youth Theatre I did um, those auditions for those shows and it occurred to me that I didn't really know what I was doing yeah. I could sort of sing and I could turn up and I got down to the last hundred or something yeah, for yeah. one of them and then you know it just made me think oh I've got to give this a bit of a go and see what see what it's about and um, and I thought well if I'm going to do it I'll do it properly so yeah. I applied to the top schools that I'd applied to when I was 18 actually funny enough before decided to go <laughs> shut up mum so boring <laughs> awesome um, so yeah I was like let's go the full hog so I started applying to drama schools and when I went to the Guildhall auditions I just remember just feeling like yeah this is what it's about this is an amazing school. Yeah. I remember feeling very challenged in the auditions. Yeah. Like actually having to actually act. Yeah. Not just like perform my speech really perfectly. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yeah, having totally. to actually you know what I mean, don't you? Just Absolutely, that, yeah. the auditions are so intense, but in a really good way. In a great way, yeah. You mm. get you get worked out. You, yeah. You have a workout. Yeah. Well I certainly did, yeah. Hundred yeah. percent, um, yeah. So yeah, so it was it was really nice and um and you got in. I did, yeah, got in. And then had to figure out how I was going to pay for it. Yeah. Um, and some angelic people and things happened. Um, an amazing man called Adrian Goldsmith gave me 
free accommodation wow. in London. What? Unheard of, I know. Um, and amazingly, I've met him through National Youth Theatre. Oh, great. So, you know, stars align sometimes. Yeah. And um, so that happened and I, I was able to, yeah, do that with a, an awful lot of fundraising from bits here and there and um, church things that I've been involved with, a theatre company that I'd started through church before um, drama school that I was running alongside working for National Youth Theatre. When, yeah. like, when I say all these things, I just think my capacity to do stuff is, is I'm not... I'm just going to blow my own trumpet. It's absolutely amazing. Yeah. It does make me think you can do anything. Yeah, totally. Well, you really th- can. I mean, that's why that's part of, you you um part of the reason that I I wanted to talk to you is because yeah. I've I've noticed that over the years that, you know, I've always sort of known who you were. So from that mm. first time that I met you, I didn't see you for a few years, but as soon as I saw you coming through the doors at Guildhall, I was like, oh my God, that's, that's Helen. Yeah. Um, and, uh, and then following some of the stuff you've been doing post-drama school, uh, and while you were at drama school as, as well, just, yeah. I was like, uh, yeah, it's amazing the amount of stuff that you've, you've done and do, and, uh, and now all of that with a, uh, with a baby. A person. Yeah. A small person that I made. And it's amazing. And, yeah. And, you, yeah, because I, I, I can barely. Well, like, I thought this was happening tomorrow. <laughs> for example, that's true. And I read through all of the the messages that we sent to each other, and it's it all very clearly today. says the twentieth, yeah. and I wrote down the twenty first. So I can barely write the date, oh and you're doing all of this stuff, and I'm trying not to say any of it because I, I want you know if people don't know, I want it to be a surprise. Okay. As we go through, so. Yeah. Um, so you're at, we're, we're at Guildhall, you're at Guildhall, yeah. um, what was your, it's weird, I don't want this to sound mm. insulting. No, go on. But I don't, and this is part of what I, the podcast started, this is part of how it started, was that I've never seen you as an actor, and when I say that, That's interesting. when I say that, I mean, I don't mean I don't see you as an actor, I mean I see you as an actor and this and that, yeah, and this, and that, and this, and that. So like, it's probably because I don't see myself as an actor. <laughs> great, but but although I just, I just think the I word do. is wrong. Yeah. Do I you think... know what? It, it's just you can't. You you can just be an actor today, yeah. and we have both of us have friends who who make fantastic living out of being actors. Yeah. Um, and who are make forging amazing careers for themselves, mm-hmm. and doing insane things. And some of the people from my year, it's just a. Oh, just yeah. hats off amazing um, but I think like yeah I think you're kind of in this camp aren't you that if if you're not able to solely do that what else do you do because if you're a creative person who likes to be busy yeah. that is a hard hard life to have those gaps you yeah. know the, the weight between the audition and hearing about it the weight between ending a job and thinking what's next like you, I'm not good at waiting. Like, yeah. I hate even getting more than three minutes early to the train station for a train. <laughs> I, I just need, I, I don't like unfilled time. Yeah. So that's probably why you don't see me as an actor because I'm just busy all the time, making myself busy doing other things. Which is great. I mean, or yeah. is, is, is that a good thing or is that... I think uh, so. Yeah. I, there was a period after... So when I left Guildhall, yeah. I got an agent, lovely, mm-hmm. in Bedford, who I'm, who I'm still with. I um, then 
started auditioning, and, and on reflection, looking back at 2012, I think I'm, I'm very, very bad at auditions. I think that's probably <laughs> part of the problem. Well, I, mean... um, I found auditions really, really tough. I, did, yeah. I felt like... Um, I don't know, I found them hard to prepare for. I felt like I didn't really know what to prepare for, or I'd prepare something and then I'd get in the room and it would be the wrong thing. And, yeah. you know, um, so my experience of auditioning was, was quite tough, I think. But, you know, I got a couple of jobs and then started to um, realise... <laughs> Shut up, Mum! So awesome, I love <laughs> it. timing! Um, yeah. Am I being boring? Yeah. <laughs> um, so I realised that I wanted to be doing something for myself, yeah. which is what I'd always done, you know, prior to Guildhall as well. And I was like, I can't just be waiting for things to come along. Yeah. Um, but having said that, because I needed money to pay our mortgage, oh, yes. you know, and help my husband out with our expenses, I was working in a shop. I was doing some um, nannying. Um, I was also doing some waitressing. I was also doing. I don't know, I remember having like four or five things on my plate that I was doing. Bloody hell. But I, it wasn't healthy though, really, because I think yeah. I, was, I was all over the place. I was neither creative nor, nor doing one thing. I don't know. Yeah. I had to pare it down. And um, at the time, I decided that I wanted to start stand-up comedy. And I can't really remember exactly why I started doing that. I think it was to do with... You know, my husband encouraging me and saying, like, you're funny. Yeah. But also wanting to write my own stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and where is an avenue to do that? Where is there a place to do that in London? Well, every night of the week, there's an open mic night. So I could get Shit. on stage and have five minutes to do my own material. <laughs> in front of my daughter, Louis. That's That's fine. Um, she's looking at you like, yeah, not in this house. Yeah. <laughs> she, um, so I, yeah, I just realised that you could have a bit of stage time. And it was, and it was all yours, and you could try stuff out. God, I'm so envious. Uh, really? Yeah. It's the most terrifying thing. I've I know, never you my driving did it. test, nothing. I've never been so nervous in all my life that first gig. Yeah. But it was five minutes of new material. It went all right. It was all about sports bras. Wow. <laughs> five whole minutes on sports bras. Great. And it went fine, and it was good. And funny enough, a few Guildhall friends came along and supported, and that was really nice. I think I'd have to have no one I know there. Really? Yeah. No, I think I needed a little core of people that I knew afterwards would be like, don't worry, it was fine. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, but yeah, it went all right. And I thought, you know what, I'm going to keep doing this. And I did. And then, oh, I know what it was. It's because I'd got these commercials with for this, you know, project. Okay, okay. That's why I shouldn't. Basically, we, we, we got cast, me and this... Um, brilliant comic actress called Samantha Baines who you probably also know from Minority Days I, I reckon you'd recognise her yeah maybe but she and I got cast in these comedy adverts and they were going to be a series of ads they were going to be a bunch of virals and then some stuff that was going to be done live in between X Factor that year in, wow. in the ad breaks bloody yeah yes but something went awfully wrong with her budget due to some mistake with a something yeah that you know, I don't know anything about. Yeah. Uh, I'm not supposed to know or something. Anyway, something went awfully wrong and they the money just disappeared. So it, they weren't done anymore. But Sam and I decided, along with the guys that were making those adverts, who we got on super well with, that we were going to make some other stuff and we were going to meet up and do things together. And Sam and I started talking about Edinburgh Festival. That is so cool, man. It, it's weird, though. As you talk about it, you realise all the little things that... You meet people and you go, what opportunity is there here? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Do you know what I mean? Yeah. You start kind of forging little relationships. So, so you were like, you you were on set with like, you, do you mean you collaborated with the people who have like... The production company that they were, that the product was using to make the ads. And you guys yeah. were like... We got on we so well. Just, that's yeah. amazing. Yeah, yeah. So we made something called Busy Battle, which is on YouTube and there's... You know, it, w- it went. I didn't know bit, about that. I haven't seen went it. Went out a little bit. Oh yeah, yeah, look it up. It's good fun. It's very silly. You know, we made it a couple of years ago. But from that, Sam and I were like, "This is a good partnership. Let's do more together." Yeah. Shall we get a radio show? Okay, let's do it. And somehow <laughs> we just like contacted because London is such a hotbed of stuff and yeah. creatives and things happening. It's not difficult if you're savvy and friendly and determined to yeah. find stuff to do and get involved with um, so yeah we just we, we, we approached this radio station and then Sam and I took a show up to Edinburgh um, in 2015 yeah I saw you there briefly yeah yeah Didn't exactly didn't get to see show, I was seeing something else but I saw you, you were, yeah. afterwards briefly yeah, yeah that's right um, yeah so that was a real achievement doing yeah. that yeah but I mean wow um, yeah even that there, that whole the last five minutes or whatever, is just like a like a, a rocket, like yeah. of stuff I know. from doing a commercial. I know. Yes, exactly. Which Who is, would have um, thought it? Yeah, because I, I've I've done a few com- like I've done a fair few commercials, yeah. and and I, I do quite often think, God, these guys would be great to do something with. Yeah. But I know I. But he's I, doing it. Isn't I it? lack that sort of uh, that. Uh, I don't know what the word is. I, I well guts. <laughs> I I lack the guts to be like. Really? Hey, what do you think you'd be interested in doing this? Because I'm like, oh, they're you know they're doing this advert, forgetting that I'm also there doing yeah. this advert. It's so interesting that I don't know I don't know what that is in. I think. I think a lot of actors feel like that, like oh yeah, yeah but they, you know, I shouldn't really be here, or they don't, they won't want to do it with me. Yeah, well, exactly. <laughs> it's so, so not true. What's the? Where do you? How do you not do that, Helen? Please uh, tell me, help me. <laughs> or how I don't do you? No, do I don't that? feel like I instigated any of that, but I do feel like I'm. I guess I'm very, very open to new people, very yeah. open to new opportunities. Yeah, yeah. I'm very bad at saying no, so <laughs> yeah. I'll just do stuff. Yeah. Um, and that's probably part of it, but then it's and then it's meeting people that you th- that have that in common with you. So you know, Samantha, for instance, is such a go getter. You know, yeah. she would she will do she'll just go for it. She'll do anything. You know, yeah, and yeah. really, it's probably thanks to her that we got our show on Hoxton Radio because she was just like, yeah, Martha, I'm going to go meet him, and she, you know, she met the the producer, and then we we started and we did our you know and. That was she encouraged me a lot. Was that before you went to Edinburgh? Yeah. You started doing, when yeah, did you so start that was doing 2014, and end of 2013 probably, that we started doing the show. So it's literally just a case of we're to... Not exactly, but, you know... Well... Well, it, it was like a case of, you know, th- this is us, this is who we are, um, meet us, yeah. and this is some of the work that we've done, this is the training that we've got. You know, we're proper people, we're not... Any old, yeah, Maureen off the street. Yeah, yeah. Maureen. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Just gonna watch The Apprentice. <laughs> Maureen. Um, yeah, and a little bit of kind of being. I don't know, just being quite. 
Probably thanks to National Youth Theatre and the way that I feel I was trained there when I was in the job. Yeah. Um, I'm. I feel that that gave me the skills to be. Um, very at ease with people, you know, because you're working there. You're you know you're either you're in front of two hundred young people, teenagers, sort of looking at you, waiting for you to tell them what to do. Yeah. Or you're in front of you know the artistic director of a major. Western theatre and you're you're just having to just be complete or you're with a politician or a major donor at a party or Daniel Craig you know somebody that's that you would think you you'd end up kind of cowering and being a bit like you just have to step up and be like yeah this is great this is who I am um so I don't I think it's like a slight fearlessness of people yeah maybe yeah 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 maybe that's how yeah, it's great. To yeah. try and answer your question. Yeah, no, sorry. Yeah. Just so, a fearlessness a a bit, and a confidence in yourself of just yeah. being like, what? how could I not have something to offer that you need? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, no, it's really good because, I, I mean, I even do that thing where I, I pick up the phone to, uh, I don't know, get in the motorbike service. Yeah. And sometimes I'll pick up the phone, it'll be ringing, and, I, and I'll be like, oh, no, 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 I'll do it. Really? I'll do it later on. And I don't even know what it is because I'm like, like a block there. it's just this weird thing where I'm like, I don't know how to. This is literally like the start of the podcast. Yeah. I don't know how to start the interaction. Start. Yeah. My phone calls always start with, uh, "Hi, this is uh, this is Lewis Goody." They don't need to know that. What am I doing? Uh, I need to like, I want to talk about getting my motorbike service. They're like, "Yeah, that's that's what we do." And I'm like, "Yeah, I know." <laughs> that's, Fuck. What, that's what it what it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I'm just a bloody mess when I get into that kind of situation. Um, not all the time. It's not as, no, no, quite no. as bad as that, but like you know, I think there's a. It's interesting to hear because I've just made the link as well. I think with with that and stand up. Okay. Because there must be. Because I said you know my, I, am desperate to, try that. Why don't you? I don't know. Have you got jokes? Have you got some material? ideas that's okay. it because I'm scared of okay. the ideas I'm, I don't want to develop it because then that means oh, I'll no, have to go the, and do the, it yeah and also the fear that it, it could fall flat exactly and it might yeah. and, it, and it almost probably will yeah 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 that's yeah yeah I don't know yeah because I'm not I'm not a particularly funny but like what is the dude. worst that can happen yeah I know that's that's kind of how I feel about it but what a great thing to be sort of fearless <laughs> <laughs> to be to be like yeah. you know fear uh, you know not have a fear of people because then you know whether you're calling up somewhere to uh, organize a motorbike service or you're you're going on stage with some jokes that you've written in front of some people you've never met yeah okay, it's uh, think, yeah, yeah it's that fear of people and I don't know what that fear is I do I I, I understand that because I I don't feel that fear when um, I I'm going in and I'm offering something, or I'm yeah. I feel a, a certain level of control or um, capability. Yeah. But I definitely feel that fear in auditions, and when I think about virtually every audition from yeah. when I left drama school, apart from probably the ones where I actually got the job, yeah, <laughs> for yeah. whatever reason that was, um, I felt an inferiority. Yeah. And like I shouldn't be in the room. Yeah, yeah. Um, or a sense of not being good enough. Um, 
not really like you know even with it you know having spent three years at Guildhall and trained with the most amazing directors and and teachers yeah. and and still going into the room you know and thinking this is the RSD they, well, I don't know what I'm doing yeah and you know, but I meanwhile know our peers are you know yeah smashing it of course so yeah so there's, yeah. And there's no difference no um, yeah you know, well, there's difference in the people, but there's no difference in the work that you yeah. do and the, you know, the, yeah, it's yeah. a, it's, su- it's such an interesting one. So yeah, I don't know, <laughs> but I think the stand up gave me a, a route to, to be, you know, creative in my own way, in my own, on my own terms. Yeah. Um, I do you know another thing I do to myself as well? I, t- I tell myself that it's uh, that it's too late to start something like that. Really? It's another excuse you give yourself because all the comedians that I listen to, mainly American people, to be honest, I don't know many British. I don't know much British comedy, but like, mm. um, you know, they will talk about you know, some of them like my age, and they talk, they talk about have having been doing comedy for ten years, and I'm like, oh sugar, oh. I don't know. Uh, you know, and so I go, yeah, no, it's too late. You've missed that window. And it's not true. And that, like, the, mm. I'm so, it's like I'm schizophrenic because I have one side of my brain that's, that's like, that is absolute rubbish. Like, do whatever you want. And then I've got yeah. another part of my brain, the other side of my brain is going, no, no, no. Hasn't everyone got that? Oh, it just totally. depends what's louder at any one time. Yeah, yeah, 100%. Yeah. Um, yeah, this is turning into a counselling session. I know, you know Lewis, are you all right? Yeah, no, no, I'm not. Um, so back to you. Back to me, please, Lewis, enough of you. <laughs> so what, can you tell me a bit about the radio show? Yeah, of course. So it developed because, um, so to begin with, obviously we were a female comedy duo. Yes. Um, and we wanted to interview amazing women. Cool. Um, so we were given a spot on a Saturday morning and we decided, um, along with the, the director of Foxton Radio, that we would create a show that for the first hour was comedy banter. Um, we did things like the comedy news um, and playing um, really upbeat songs because it was a Saturday morning and it yeah. was, you know, wake up and la la la. And then in the second hour of the show, we'd interview um, an interesting woman um, who, who did something, you know, either that we were very familiar with, like we interviewed, um, you know, various actors or comics, yeah. um, or something that we had no idea about, you know, like we interviewed, um, for instance, uh, the, the first female executive chef, you know, the youngest female executive chef in the UK, things right. like that. Um, so, so that was awesome. And we did that up until the Edinburgh um, which was August 2015, um, at which point Sam and I um, had both had lots of different things going on in our lives and she um, and I decided that we were going to part ways for the time being mm-hmm. so that we could concentrate on our own projects um, and I said that I would love to keep the radio show and she said that was fine, keep that slot and she wanted to do another slot so she t- did uh, started her own show on a Thursday and I kept the Saturday slot and kept a very similar format um, with interviewing awesome women. So it continued. Amazing. Um, right up until about a week, I think, or two weeks before I had my baby. Wow. Um, who is here with us now. <laughs> yes, making noises. Hey, beautiful noises. Yes. She blows an She's awesome raspberry. She's a legend. Raspberry. She does blow a very good raspberry. <laughs> I just want to say what a brilliant idea, or what a brilliant thing to do with your radio show as well. And this feels contrived to me because um, part of the reason that I've had a lot of um, 
female names written down for my podcast mm-hmm. and for one reason or another have not necessarily always called them because of not being as close to to you know my podcast started with predominantly friends yeah um and most of my friends i guess are male yeah. i suppose or the ones i spend the most of my time with yeah um so what i'm getting at is myself and my girlfriend kai yeah who's been on the podcast a bunch yeah um we got into a bit of a discuss a bit of an argument basically yeah. where by she i was talking about getting the podcast up and running after the new year like getting okay. back into it and making it as good as i can um and i uh and i, I made a list of people i was going to wanted to talk to and what might be interesting and they it was like 90% blokes interesting yeah um and Kai made a comment about it how I only interview blokes which isn't the case I have interviewed women just yeah, not yeah, yeah. but but admittedly she kind of called you up on she it she totally called me up on yeah. it and we had a big fight because I refused to believe that because in my mind I am I'm not doing that consciously. Yeah. So I was sure. like, I'm, I'm just, You're just thinking chatting people. to people that I know, and, yeah. and the people that come into my head are these people. And and she said, well, it's your duty as someone who has a a podcast or a pub, public sort of platform, even yeah. if you know, I don't know, nobody listens to it or whatever. Like, but it's she to was like, it it's your duty to to find women. Yeah. And. Yeah. Talk to those people. So yeah. took those people. Um, so good challenge, Kai. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> totally. And and then a couple of days later, or over the next couple of days, it was really playing on my mind, and I was like, mm. yeah, I do. I, I guess I do. <laughs> I guess I do have that responsibility, and yeah. um, so it's it's. I don't really know what I'm getting at. It, what I'm just because you've done I, I guess what I'm trying to do now yeah speak to uh, influential and strong women yeah. um, why am I saying this uh, because, I don't know obviously obviously like, um, do, do you, well, I guess what I want to ask is you. yeah it, de- it definitely did because I was so in denial yeah. About the fact that I was doing anything wrong. Well, I wasn't doing anything you wrong. Doing anything but wrong. I wasn't. No, but you you weren't kind of aware of it, or yeah, I wasn't making a conscious yeah change. Yeah. And I think her argument was, if if we were in an equal world, yeah, the way you're doing it now would be fine. But the the fact of the matter is that we're not. Mm. So you need to be more conscious and mm. and make it sort of almost unequal the other way a mm. bit first. No, that's wrong. Like kind of encu- encouraging you to 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 meet and to find amazing women to speak to. Yeah, I mean, and it's rather than not, just relying on people though, I know. Actually, and yeah. you know, we we came up against challenges sometimes, and we only ever interviewed one man, and that was Larry Lamb. <laughs> it's just because he very kindly said that he would do the show because I knew him through um, my lovely boss David Pearl. Um, but sh- he he was. He was an exception just because he, he was just being very, very lovely to us. And we were like, oh, we've got to interview Larry. Yeah, he's, yeah, yeah. he's Larry. <laughs> um, and that was a great show. But other than that, we, we you know, filled every single week with an really interesting, 
woman who had achieved something interesting or lived an interesting life uh, and you know then all sorts of things illustrators chefs mountaineers um women who who were um singers writers uh just a whole bunch of, of women but but you know it was thanks really to my producer in the end that we were finding these incredible yeah. women designers as well you know who are creating the most beautiful textiles or glassware or whatever it was and ch- chatting to them about it yeah. on air um, and um, I think Corker. we're just going to just pop you over here <laughs> um, you're just trying to join in there but um, but it's, it's not easy and um, no. I think Kai's right though there's a, definitely a platform for that and that's probably what made our show popular yeah. um, and why I would like to return to it um, you know in a couple of months time should we pause a second because I yeah, think she might be. need to get to sleep yeah that's right. of course so what I wanted to ask what, what I relating to to that to what we were just talking about is as a woman mm. because I'm so because I'm not a woman mm. I'm like the most naive kind of race, shape, gender, you know, all of it is like, I'm a white male, white straight male, yeah. you know, average dude. Um, so obviously I don't, I'm not aware of these, of any problems. So I'll ask you mm. the question. Yeah. What problems, have you had any problems because of being a woman, do you think? And what are they? And how should we deal with them? How should women deal with them? I how do we solve this? Yeah, yeah, let's solve this thing together, Lewis. Yeah. Come on, it's, it's time to be solved. Um, I wouldn't. I wouldn't say I've had any problems. I don't. I've never had anyone say to me, and no, because not no, because you're a woman. Mm-hmm. But I think, um, unfortunately, it, it's that it's actually so much more embedded than that, and so much more complex. Yeah. That, that there, you, you almost wouldn't think of it because it's so. It's just almost what you've just come to expect. Well, which is what your experience. I've been doing. Yeah. In a way as well. Well, so. I mean, so the 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 only two things that spring to mind that I think are probably quite interesting as an actor or as a performer yeah the first is um the whole conversation about whether women are funny um which unfortunately somehow in this this very day and age is still in question which i just find extraordinary and just uh, exactly it's it's just laughable (laughs) it's just laughable um so yeah i mean with the amount of comic talent that there is in this, that this kind of is produced and that there is in America and that there is, you know, in movies at the moment, I just find it laughable that people could even still say, yeah, but women aren't funny. Um, and I thankfully never really came across that um, uh, on the comedy circuit. Yes. I tended to gig places where, you know, there were loads of female comics um, having a go at their material. Yeah. The, the, generally the MCs and the, um, the promoters and anybody running gigs was really excited about having women on the bill. Um, I know, I know comics who have had, um, you know, that the whole no, we've got too many women on the bill, so we won't be needing you this evening. Uh, which really, yeah, 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 of course, and it does happen, but it's never happened to me personally. Yeah. Um, I 
felt very empowered during my time in Edinburgh. I think there are some amazingly strong, exciting talents coming through. Yeah. Sarah Keyworth, Catherine Bohart, Samantha Baines, um, who, uh, you know, some of my peers, Alf Lyons, Jenny Collier now is starting to do really well. Um, obviously, Ashley B, everybody's heard of her now. But, you know, there are some amazing women yeah. who, were, who were coming through on the circuit. So it just wasn't even a thing, to be honest. Yeah. Um, but the, the thing more recently for me was my pregnancy and, 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 and having a baby. Yeah. And the amount of interesting conversations that, you know, because really, on the whole, either um, there's, there's more than one person involved in the arrival, the making of and the arrival of a child. Yes, generally. Um, and generally people don't do it on their own. Um, some people do, fabulous. But generally people do it. Um, in partnerships and usually um, it will be a woman or the woman who who sort of has to think incredibly carefully about timing about you know what how how will I do this do I want to do this if I do this what's it going to mean for my career what's it going to mean for my um uh, you know what's my agent gonna think or want um, yeah. you know will I be forgotten about I'm going to be out of the game for however long yeah and I can think of two actresses who are doing brilliantly at the moment who are good friends of mine who I've had you know proper full-on conversations with about that that whole area that whole decision you know yeah. about becoming pregnant and and then and then what yeah. you know who am i and why do, why do i have to take that time out and it's a really valid like thing to, <laughs> to be thinking about and worrying about because i mean i at the moment go in mainly for commercials now really i don't i you know i've been working for david pearl for a couple of years um and doing lots of um his charity stuff and event stuff with him so that's been the bulk of my kind of creative work um, but when I, when I was um, pregnant, really there was very little I could go in for, very little. And I had a very frank yeah. conversation with my agent who said to me, look, you know, I'm so happy for you, this is so wonderful. just want you to know that uh, the industry is a bit behind. And I, I was so surprised to hear him say that because I thought, yeah. this is a progressive industry that we're in. This is an exciting, well, you know, these are the liberals. It? Yeah. But it's not. It's not at all. You know, it's not at all. Um, yeah. you, you see someone's pregnant and you think, oh, what are we going to do with this? And yet... So, so that so that happened, and and throughout my pregnancy, I also wasn't doing stand up because I was just exhausted, and the gigs are, you know, wherever across town in the middle of the night. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. So no, I didn't really fancy that. Thanks very much. No. Um. Yeah, and so so yeah, so went in for for very little while I was pregnant, and then a few things have come up since I've had the baby, which is great. But then you've got the whole thing of trying to work out. You know, there's me texting like a nutter because your audition generally comes in a day before or a couple of days yeah, before yeah. okay well who's going to watch the baby while I go in because I yeah. can't just rock up with a baby and take her in um, so you know you then now I've got this whole other dilemma um, but so having said all of that I do want to say something really positive which yeah. is that um, one of my dear friends who looked after Claudette when I went in for an audition recently who's also an actor um, when she was filming um, a series last year one of the leads in it um had a two-week-old baby and she told me it was so encouraging she told me that when that baby needed feeding and that baby was on set everybody stopped we stopped oh. for the baby um this baby needs feeding now okay so i'm just going to go feed the baby this baby baby needs settling now I'm like everybody stop please and the crew by the sounds of it were absolutely awesome and totally just went with it and to the point where later on um she was telling me that when um the baby was with the grandmother yeah uh, and she was still on set the mum was still on set 
filming, she'd need to express, because yeah. um, she was breastfeeding her baby, she would express, and her runner would very carefully take this precious pouch of milk off to the fridge. And I just love that, because I was like, yeah, do you know what? That's what it's about, you know? Yeah, man. Um, yeah, so, I don't know, I think... Honestly, having a baby is the coolest, most like creative, insane, mind-blowing, interesting, weird thing. You know, right from the fact that she was like growing in my tummy, which is just a, a, an amazing, weird feeling, yeah. wonderful thing, to having her, which was just... I've never felt so empowered in all my life, like giving birth. Yeah. Um, I was like connected. Um, wasn't I? Mum was getting you out. Yeah. Um, and um, and now to bringing her up, and she's just this awesome like little legend person. She is a legend. She's a little legend. Totally. She's funny. So yeah, um, that I, I would just say to any women that's my place to say it but I would say to any women who are actors and who were just delaying and thinking I don't know when to do this yeah because that's just, the thing right? just like feel the fear and do it anyway sort of thing you know yeah. just get get on and, and live your life you've got to live your life a bit yeah because I think with acting especially and or performing in any yeah. way it, it draw it the line gets blurred you're so right in terms of career and life yes because it I agree and it's funny because acting is something that I mean, for me personally, and a lot of you know people, uh, the majority of actors and performers takes up very little of your yeah. time. Yeah. You know, I in know. a in a yeah. professional sense. And yet, it becomes your your major sole yeah. focus. Yeah. Yeah. That's not healthy. It's not, and no. and it, 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 anything yeah. from going on holiday to having a baby. You're so right. Yes, going on holiday. Friends who are freelancers who could just say to me, That's the first time I went on holiday in 10 years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, Are you mad? Go on holiday when have, you need to. Have your life. If you can, or whatever. Like, yeah. yeah. So. I, can, I know why they don't, though, because we're not in an industry that. that we're an industry that's fast moving, yeah. that forgets yeah. people, that moves yeah. on from people. Um, really progressive. But, yeah, really progressive. <laughs> but again, another exciting one. I'm a, a, an amazing mum locally. Um, who worked in TV before she had her little girl, who's nearly two now, and she's just been offered a job again, and she thought that was it. She thought the phone would stop ringing. She'd got to series producer, then she'd had a baby, um, you know, out of the game, nearly two years. She thought that that's just, just no way. They'll yeah. all have come up underneath me. Yeah. All those runners will now be yeah. whoever, you know, executive producers. Yeah. Um, and, and, you know, the phone did ring, and she has got a job. So I, I think if you bring personality and joy to your work then people are going to want to work with you yeah it's yeah I mean all of this other stuff is irrelevant really yeah go on holiday have a baby get married when did you get married to, uh, in second year at Guildhall I was going to say I <laughs> thought it was at Guildhall yeah that's another thing I think I know I mean I guess it's I don't, I don't know, know. there's not a number I'll... of things isn't it money and stuff and all that yeah but I'd, I I've, I'm a great believer in having a life yeah man you know seems and like I, I would say it with um, when, while we were training you know when people would say let's come in you know at 7am and then let's leave at midnight <laughs> and then on Sunday shall we be here all day oh, and go no. through this pro you know and I'd be like um, that's fine if that's what you want to do but can we also all have a life yeah. because I'd like to have breakfast with you know my best friend on Sunday or I'd like to go to church on Sunday yeah, or I'd yeah. like to you know we, we need to be that makes us people that makes us rich interesting people yeah totally 
not being working or I don't yeah, know I mean, being yeah, obsessive. If you, if you I don't know. It's a personal. Yeah, I mean, you could, well, you, isn't who, it? who are we to judge? I guess, but like, but you have. I mean, you got to live life. You've got to live your life, haven't you? And you are. Well, you um, are. You went ice skating this morning. I did go ice skating this morning. <laughs> You're living your life, Lewis. Yeah, I know. It's <laughs> unbelievable. Um, and yeah, like, you know, I'm relatively happy. Yeah, me too. <laughs> and you appear yeah, to be. So like, definitely. and you've got this great place and a beautiful oh. child and a lovely mm-hmm. husband. Um, and yeah. life is good. Life is good, yeah. And I don't take it for granted. I feel exceptionally lucky to yeah. oh, no, uh oh no, no. what happened there so did you suddenly realise that we weren't looking at you come here oh no <laughs> yes. alright darling um, oh dear yeah. yeah life is good I definitely have no cause for complaint yeah that's a wonderful thing yeah it's uh, I know right yeah <laughs> it's alright isn't it is it fun living with me do you like it it looks like a great time she laughs more than any baby I've ever seen. <laughs> She's bonkers. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm just trying to think. I, I, oops, sugar. I had some something else written down. Comedy. Yeah, we've done that. Having a baby as an actress. Being a woman. <laughs> These are my Being notes. Being a woman. Yeah. But, uh, I love I'm your really, notes. Yeah. Hoxton Radio. <laughs> MIT So we've pretty much covered everything that I wanted to talk about. I hope so. I hope we've covered it in a useful way. I don't... Yeah, I think we have. I I feel like I've... This is really selfish because I'm interviewing you, but like our little me struggling with the question about being a woman and the problems that may pose and uh, everything like that was an important struggle for me to have during a podcast I think with a with a a woman mm. um so thank you for that it's a pleasure yeah and yeah I don't I just, if we solved the problems of the world though enough for this I don't know if we did but we had a go didn't we oh absolutely and we can always do it again you know <laughs> okay whenever you whenever Chew you the curd, whatever. yeah, yeah. <laughs> um but yeah so Helen thank you so much and, and Claudette thank you very much would you like to say thank you? Distracted by other things. God. You're not good. Ah, yes. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Perfect. Oh. Perfect outro. Yeah. Um, Helen, thank you so much. Thanks for having me and thank you for That's doing the right. podcast. Yeah, no worries. Thanks uh, for having me. Yeah, no problem. And we'll, we'll do it again. Yeah, nice. It's really fun. Okay, awesome. Cool. There you have it, people. That was Helen Soren. What a wicked gal. Keep an eye on her because she's bound to be doing all sorts of crazy stuff by this time next week and uh, and you can follow her at Helen Soren at H-E-L-E-N S-O-R-R-E-N at Helen Soren go check her out thank you so much once again for listening ladies and gents and thank you to Claudette for your wonderful sound effects throughout have a good one speak to you next week bye it was a light gay and easy whatever may come take a trip on the canal if you want to have fun mm-hmm.